The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.bluecloverTherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life to build a better you. Stay tuned. I got a disclaimer. Tell me about it. What are we talking about today? We are talking about personal cleanliness. And uh, guess how many days it's been since I've showered? Ew. No, I'd like ew. <laughs> just a few. Three. Two. Two days. Two days. And right well, now- Well, because you just got off shift. Yeah. And we've been skiing. And we went skiing. And we've been swimming at the pool. That's, That's the same thing. That's not a thing. shower. It's <laughs> pretty much like a shower. <laughs> that is not it's like a totally shower. It's totally like a shower. It's not. Because tonight, we're actually we're actually recording tonight instead of in the morning. Yeah. So we're usually down here at like 5, 5.30. Right. Recording. And it is now 6.45 in the p.m. Yeah, in the nighttime. It's our first evening episode. This is weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Mm-hmm. And we've been skiing. We have all been day. skiing all day. It's so fun. we are like dirty. Like yeah. we're in our long johns and we're all kind of like post sweaty skiing. Right. So and we're gonna talk about cleanliness. This I know it's a little it's a little funny. A little hypocritical. Yeah. A little bit. It works out. But I'm gonna get in the hot tub later, so we should be That's not a shower. I should be honey. all cleaned off. No, that's <laughs> should just be all cleaned off. <laughs> that is not a thing. So our habit today, um, we go over habits of successful successful people, yep. and our habit today is cleanliness, personal cleanliness. Personal cleanliness. So like our bodies. Yes, like the what we upkeep. So our successful people are, are clean, you're saying? Yes. For the most part? Yeah, right? I would say maybe there's some like few folks that Can get maybe away are with less it. cleanly than others, but yeah, okay. for the most part, successful people are clean. Are clean. They take care of their bodies. Right. Okay, so we're going to get into the history of cleanliness. We're going to talk about the science of cleanliness. Yep. And then we're going to tell you, I don't know, how to take a bath. No. So, and, and that was my question to you. How, how, I mean, do you want me to discuss about like brushing your teeth and whatnot? No, no, so I'm going to go through the, the main areas that we need to make sure that we take care of every week. Okay. And then on average, how long we should be doing it a day. Okay. And then just kind of like the reasons behind it. Yeah. And that'll okay. be the science part. All right. Perfect. Right. Well, let's get into the history then. Let's do it. This day in history. All right, so we're going to talk about the history of bathing specifically. That's fun. That sound good? Like when people thought, hey, I'm going to go swim in a lake. And like, that's the equivalent of taking a that shower. That used to be. That was the old way. I'm just a really... You're an old soul. I'm an old soul. That's so what when it I is. Get in, when I get in the pool or the hot tub or whatever, that's like what our ancient ancestors do. They'd go swimming in a river, right? <laughs> they'd, they'd wash their clothes in the Jordan. so not. That is true. It's but, so not it. But about 3000 BC in Pakistan... Archaeologists found what they think is the first bathhouse. Oh. Menheo Daro. Menheo Daro? Okay. That's what it's called. It's fair. But that was like the start of the public bathhouses, right? So, okay. So let me let me just understand this. So everyone would go to a central area yeah, to take a tub. It was like 20 feet by 40 feet in this, you know, excavated like a big, site. So like a, a pool? Like a pool. They would go to the pool and they would rinse off. Would they be naked? 
Yes. So let's we'll, we'll get into some of the controversy with bath, controversies with bathhouses. But yeah, about 3000 BC, the first bathhouse came up. Okay. So they're thinking people, it would be like the center of the town. That's where people would go to socialize and clean themselves off. Right? So and you're about, socializing while you're soaping up? Yeah, while you're soaping up. Hey, so, Fred, get my back. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. It was a lot of like male bathhouses as we get later on. Mm-hmm. But about 1500 uh, BC, Egypt really, uh, and this is ancient Egypt time, okay. they really um, thought cleanliness was next to godliness. Oh. So they thought the cleaner you were and the more oiled you were, the closer you were to the gods. Yes, the the yeah. oils, and they would infuse it with petals yeah. and all kinds of cool stuff. But their their ba- their bathing was like washing the hands, feet, and face. Oh, okay. so it wasn't like your full body. Yeah, yeah, like just kind of that kind of rinsing off. And then about 500 BC, mm-hmm. um, kind of that same like Egypt early Roman times, the shower was when rich people had servants pour cold water on them from <laughs> jugs, right? So it was like oh. the first kind of like showers was. Rich, was the cold showers the that cold you shower. do? Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The original cold showers. Oh. Right. And then the Roman Roman times, right? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of right around the AD, BC, AD times. Okay. And the Roman bathhouses. Everybody's heard of these, right? Sure. So it was like the center of the town. Um, you could you, you like have exercise areas and you'd have bathhouses with different temperatures in there. So men would usually exercise first to get a sweat. Okay. And they'd scrape off their perspiration with a little tool called a striggle. Fair. I don't okay. know if I'm pronouncing that right. Striggle, striggle, whatever it is. You scrape right. up your sweat, and then you go from a tepid bath to a hot one, okay. and then a plunge, a plunge into a cold bath. Oh, see, and that's the so, cold bath. There's a thing yeah, to that. Yeah. So anyway, but but that was well, a, what would be the point of scraping your sweat off? First? I don't know. I don't. I don't got was nothing. it just the thing? Maybe it was like to keep the bath clean. Oh, that's a good point. Because so, if it's a communal yeah, thing, because they're all communal baths, right? Right. So, but it was usually the center of the town. Mm-hmm. People, people congregated around there. It was a, a social experience, experience too. Okay. Not just a cleanliness experience, but that's where people went. And it makes sense because you probably couldn't have a bath like we think of now in a private area yeah. without being an emperor at the time, right? Without yeah. being a, a member of the senate or whatever it is. Sure. You'd have to be incredibly rich to have something like that. Um, but then. The Dark Ages hit around 476 is what this article said. Okay. And all those Roman bathhouses fell into disarray. And then bathing became pretty much a rich person's pursuit. Okay. Oh, a pursuit. Yeah. Like Like it's a hobby. Like it's a hobby. Like bathing was a hobby. I like to take showers. So the Dark Ages was not very clean. Mm. Um, And then on- There's a lot of disease. Yeah. Well, well, then on top of that, like in the 1300s, the the bubonic plague came around and and bathhouses were still around, but then the bubonic plague came and people were really afraid, even though the germ theory wasn't out yet, they thought that the water transmitted the plague through their skin pores. So they they avoided like public public bathhouses and things like that. Um, And so again, this was around this time, also the church got involved and they disapproved bathhouses because they felt they were kind of brothel places where Where a lot of sexual misconduct was going on. Oh. Makes sense, Were they co-ed at that point? Um, I'm I'm guessing. Maybe not. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I actually didn't read read into that. Maybe sexy times while you're in the bathhouse. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, but this didn't affect like Eastern culture because- Places like China and Japan, they still they had bathhouses as well, kind okay. of a similar thing. They did it more; it was more religious pursuit, um, oh, but they still had like the the cleanliness and the baths and the bathhouses. Right. But because they didn't have that like Dark Ages church oppression time, uh-huh. they never really stopped the bathhouses. So they always they just kind of glided right through into that cleanliness oh. scale, right? Okay. Um, but then after the 1300s, and we we kind of fast forward a bit. 
Um, and then germ theory um, came about. So Ignaz um, Sommelweis, Sommelweis, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but um, he found the germ theory in the late 1800s. Okay. So that was like, even before that, like doctors didn't wash their hands. So nobody oh, yes. knew Nobody knew about yeah, I germs, remember reading right? up on that. Yeah. And he actually, I think he actually got like his professional license taken away and kind of ostracized from the community. Because little bugs were right, killing people. Right, because invisible bugs were yeah. killing people. And they, they found that like an OB stuff. And anyway, um, so the germ theory came around then and people realized that, okay, if you clean yourself, you're less likely to transmit disease. Right. So, and then in, in Europe, kind of like England, um, a lot of places you started to see a bathroom in houses in like the 19th century, but it oh, still yeah. wasn't quite common. Oh, so they okay. still had bathhouses. They became a, kind of a, a more uh, accepted thing. In 1767, the first modern mechanical shower was invented. What? No yep. way. That would yep. have been a big deal. William, William Feetham in England. Mm. It was like a little pump. Of course, England had it down. Yeah. I feel like they lock yeah, things up pretty hard. Yeah. And then it transferred over to America, the bath, yeah. right? And it used to be the Saturday night bath in the, in oh, the early 1900s. Uh-huh. Because in America, even in America, we didn't have indoor plumbing and we didn't have bathrooms and homes until point. a fairly recent endeavor, maybe 70 years ago, 80, 90 years ago. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, farmhouse, outdoor, outdoor toilet, really no bath. Right. So they would heat bath or heat water. Okay. In like a tub or a, a wooden barrel. Mm-hmm. And then this was Saturday night. Dad would get in first. Mom would get in next, mm-hmm. followed by the children via age progression. And that's yeah. where the expression, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater came from. Oh, because it was so dirty by the go, time. Had to go last and it was so dirty by then. So anyway. You would think the baby would go get to go first. Because they're already clean. No, because they're the baby. They are more susceptible to disease. and I feel like I, I get the short end of the stick a lot of times. Like you really I'm do. always the last one to get anything in this family. Right. Where I need <laughs> to be like... The last bit of brownie. Now, with that being said, like the father on the farm in like 1900 probably worked a lot harder than I did. Who sits on the couch and demands his smark- sparkling water. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you make it sound like you're not doing anything. You do lots of things. So However... Should I, get the, should I get the first bath? No. Yeah, exactly. No, so, no, but, you don't know. But now the average person takes one, even two showers a day or baths a day. So is that an average? That's that was that was yeah, about every one, day. One or yeah. one or two. In America. I don't know about other countries. I didn't re- research that. Gotcha. But that is the whole history of bathing. Whoa. In a nutshell. I feel like we've just slowly started secluding ourselves more and more into not ever having to leave our own home. Probably. Should we, so you want to bring back the, the bathhouse? No, I'm not not at all. But I'm just saying that that used to be a social thing. Yep. And now we're like, nope. Maybe it's like the spa we have now. Maybe, but even just then less, you wear a nudity. towel, you know? Like I guess it's true. You know, like you're not getting naked with a pool, in a pool of people. Well, I guess that's true. But, at least the ones we don't we go to. Yeah, although so. we're not very cool. I'm sure they're they're out yeah, there. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> so that that's bathing. All right, bathing. should we get into the science of staying clean? Let's do it. Okay, so let me tell you all of the different things 
of why we need personal cleanliness. I kind of thought this was a funny one, and there's a lot of different ways to go about this. Um, some of the, the better studies that I saw, or more interesting studies, uh, 2011, Princeton University found that clutter or being disheveled in your appearance um, makes it more difficult for you to concentrate on a task. So what happens is our visual cortex, any part that, that takes in our visual and processes it, um, gets overwhelmed by either task irrelevant pieces of you or things that are uh, preventing you from completing a task. If you're disheveled. If you're disheveled. And they are Ivy League at Princeton, so they're all uppity. Everybody has their shirt tucked in. No, but in in all seriousness, like, so if we we haven't shaved, let's say in a long time, you're a male and you haven't shaved in a long time and you're going into a job interview, you're going to be directly distracted by that. Oh, okay. the simplified version of that is, is okay. that example. And so what happens is it's harder for our brain to allocate uh, attention and being able to complete the task at hand due to our distractions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I mean is like, well, duh, but, but it makes sense that like our brain actually processes different due to that. And then um, Dr. Keith um, researched, um, he's a researcher and a, a professor at Indiana University, found that personal hygiene is reflected in our mindset and our attention span. So this idea, like a lot of us work from home now, I mean, not, not you or me, but some people, um, and this idea of, well, well no one's going to see me. Like you're, oh, so you don't get dressed or showered. Right. You, you just roll out of bed and you get to your computer and you do whatever you need to do computer-wise, Right. Well, this idea that no one's going to see you, that is very true. No one's going to directly see you. But your the way that your brain processes it and the way that your mindset shifts when you are all clean and ready to roll um, very much reflects that. Just the same as putting on a nice collared shirt or a nice dress or something when you have to go do something professional gives us kind of this idea that we are ready for it, like we're capable. Um, same thing as like we used to sit down for our podcast <laughs> And now we stand up and use our hands more often, and it's it reflects in our speech, even though no one can see us. Okay. Yeah. Um, showering of, you know, we just talked about all the history of it, is prime thinking time. And about 72% of people state that showering is a great time to problem solve. I think so much in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, and I get, I get a lot of problem solving done in the shower. Yeah, because you're literally, because you, you kind of go into like this robotic routine when you're in the shower, you kind of do the same thing. And so it gives your, your brain time to think about other stuff. Nice. That's what you're worried about. And in, in fact, so um, warm um, solitude routines, like not only your shower, but how make, maybe you get ready in the morning, maybe you're looking in the mirror, whatever it is, increases dopamine. Like the hot tub. Like the hot tub. Where, you where, where like, I do my ah, bath. That's right. <laughs> you take regular baths and showers. We've talked about it. You haven't for the last couple of days, which maybe I'll encourage that tomorrow. I don't know. But you actually get dopamine when cool. you do those yeah. nice things. Um, let's see. Yeah, so so taking personal care is actually really important to for our happiness. And right, not just cleanliness, what we're talking about today, but just all sorts of all, personal All care. the things. Right. Um, obviously, it decreases the likelihood of getting sick. Um, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services said you're 20% less likely to get sick. If you have 20, good 20%. 20% less likely. That's, that's, a, that's big. That's one in five. That's a chunk. That's a chunk of change. So if you're sick 10 days out of the year, you mm-hmm. might be sick only eight days out of the year if you're cleaner. Right. And that's just kind of how that works. Okay. Um, we're teaching a self-bounce back, which is basically when you go from a resting state to an action state. Um, when you're doing self-care, you tend to do that. 
So we're going from kind of a robotic routine into, ooh, I'm, I'm late for work. I got to get this done. You know, let's say you're sleeping and then you jump in the shower and we get this like boom of dopamine and like energy awake kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's good for that kind of bounce back, self-bounce so back So it gets you stimulated to do some work. Yeah, to get going. Um, it is self-care. Taking care of yourself, it's a good thing. Um, it's You're more appealing to others. So you're significantly more likely um, to be able to sell and market yourself. You have influence. Yep. Oh, and and yeah. it's the same thing as um, good-looking lawyers win more cases. Right. Um, it's the same. Like if same you principle. feel like you're together and you feel like you're ready to roll, you're much more likely to be able to convince someone of something or just sell yourself as a person. Be like, right. yeah, I, I'm competent. I know those what's going pretty on. people just getting everything Gross. they want. I hate Dial it back people. a little. I hate those pretty people. Um takes a um oh and so one of the things that's really interesting is that your your personal hygiene tends to be one of the first thing things that go so if we have like a big uh, distressing event a death in the family that kind of thing um or let's say you're sick you're significantly less likely to do personal hygiene oh so it's like the first warning sign like i'm not i'm not having been showering i've been hanging out in my pjs probably something's going on yeah like it's if like you've been doing that three days signs. straight it's like ooh, maybe you need to go for a hike like maybe you need to go skiing or something. Just something else needs to happen because that tends to be our first um, low-grade warning sign that we're not doing what we should be doing okay. to be healthy. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is confidence uh, increases, not only in kind of like feeling like we're together, like in mindset shift, but also like physically feeling organized. Like, you know, you know those days when you feel like, yeah. I feel okay in my body today. Uh-huh. The, the the reason why, or an element of feeling okay in your body that day is also self-care and feeling like you have the clothes that you like, you have deodorant on, you have brushed your teeth. So your it's, hair's nice and freshly cut or combed. Yeah, it's yeah, where that. you feel kind of just buttoned up and put together and right. therefore you're more confident in the world. Right. And it just dominoes onto all these other things. Okay. Makes sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense but yeah but when there's science behind it it reaffirms you're like oh there's a reason i shower not just to not stink right well because the the like with the princeton study that i read um it was really funny because i'm like oh this is really interesting and i was trying to figure out how to put it in like a real life deal and then i, I read this context of the study and what they did and it was literally a guy hadn't shaved and then going into a job interview and feeling that way right. and i was like well duh like of yeah. course he's going to feel shabby if he's feeling unkempt you know right but but when you're first reading it and all the big words you're like whoa this is groundbreaking you're like well duh pretty common sense yeah but i mean like i i do that i'll i'll just let myself go if i'm tired mm-hmm. got a long set you're and sick, i won't shower whatever. and then i'm not very productive on those days no. Not, not even like, not even that I feel confident I can go out and conquer the world, but I just, I'm just not productive. Right. Like everything that I feel like I need to do, hey, I'll just push that off till tomorrow. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, not I'm just it. not, I'm kind of groggy. I don't, you know, I'm not dressed. I'll just, I got to put on pants. Like, I'm not going to do those <laughs> things. I'll do it tomorrow. That's not my Who joke. Needs, I, if I'm that's not a, doing anything. That's a Jim Gaffigan joke. Is that a Jim Gaffigan yeah. joke? <laughs> if I have to put on pants, yeah. it's not happening today. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's the science. That is the science the behind science it. The science behind staying clean. Yeah. All right, should we do coffee review? Yes. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Because <laughs> it's 7.03 in the night now, and <laughs> we're not drinking coffee, but we're going to do some review of something. I love it. I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee, trying to keep my sleepy soul awake. 
But the sleepiness still comes along And when it does, it's fast and strong I end up with a bad case of the shakes Okay, coffee review. Talk to me, Goose. So we normally are drinking our delicious cup of coffee. Yep. It's like 5, 5, 3 in the morning. It's not. It's not. It's like 7 at night. So mm-hmm. we don't drink coffee this late or we don't go to bed, right? Yeah. So we're not going to review like the coffee we drank this morning. Okay. Right? But we're going to get on topic and I found t- an article that shows 10 coffee-infused beauty products. What? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Okay, it's it's from um, uh, Jessoia. Oh, I don't know. I, I, J-E-S-S-O-S-H-I-I dot com. Anyway. Jesse O. Yeah. Uh, here you go. You ready? Number one. Yeah. Frank Coffee Scrub. So oh. it's like, like, a, like, because you think about it, like the coarse coffee grounds, you can yeah. put in like a facial scrub, right? Nice. And it, I bet it'd be quite invigorating in the morning. Yeah. So there's a couple, there's a couple of scrubs on there. There's like a body mask. Oh, uh-huh. you know, a shampoo formulated with coffee, cocoa butter, plus loads of nourishing oils. What is it? What does coffee do for your hair? Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, but it leaves your hair and scalp cleansed, balanced, and hydrated. Um, I bet it's a, a cleansing element. Yeah, I don't know. But there's, they have like coffee bean balms. They have a wash with Joe Coffee Mint Body Wash. Whoa. Yep. It's his favorite body wash. Smells amazing. Contains honey. Oh, because coffee is a natural aromatic. And it also filters odors, kind of like baking soda does. Oh, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure someone's someone's going to tell me that I'm not right. But I've heard that before anecdotally. Okay. So yeah, there's that. Uh, there's all natural coffee soap. You used to make soap. I used to we make We should have made coffee soap. I did. Yep. And I made grass soap. <laughs> yeah, man, you made grass soap and it smelled like grass. So, um, but this, like this is all one. natural coffee soap. Okay. Um, and... It's eight times brewed coffee, which means they brew this thing a lot, put it in the soap, and they sprinkle with nutmeg. Oh, I like that. Yep. And then a caffeine mask. Do you think you would absorb the caffeine from yes. the caffeine mask into your body? Yes, because your skin very much absorbs. So maybe all these coffee products also are amping you up with all the, the caffeine well, like, stimulus. Coffee, caffeine patches, uh-huh. I feel like... You could just put a mask on your face, so you're like getting beautiful. You're ready you're to go. You're getting caffeinated. Yep. And you know. Okay. So like anyway, if, if you want some coffee infused beauty products, yep. You can just you can just Google coffee infused beauty products, and they're there. So you don't even have to drink your coffee anymore. You just put it on your face. Or you could do both. You could do both, and you can be, get clean at the same time. Mm-hmm. So win, win, win. So cleansing products. Yep. Okay. Sorry for the coffee review. I We're, feel like it's a great one. Yeah. yeah okay. The next time we'll review a new coffee. Yes. A good one for all y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now let's go back into cleanliness and let's talk about how to apply this into your daily life. Action. Plan. Action plan. Yep. Let's hope you make the most of it, my boy. Okay. So like I said. I am not going to tell you how to take a bath. You've Y'all, tried multiple times. You can, doesn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. You could go lots of directions with uh, personal care. I I worked with uh, folks with disabilities where uh-huh. we had to go into personal care and right. and all that good stuff. Um, or if you have children, children you have are to go very step good. by step directions, and you got to tell them how to go about that. Right. Um. That is not what we're talking about here. Okay. So um, I'm just going to tell you the areas that you need to make sure to cover on a weekly basis, and and then we'll go from there. So hair care. Okay. You need to wash your hair. How often? 
Um, that is really up to debate. Okay. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, so, like, I know that my hair looks slamming second day without washing, right? So one day and then the second day looks really good. Yeah. If I go a third day without washing my hair... It's greasy. It's grease. It's really gross. Okay. It's really awful. I think everybody's hair is a little different, and I could not find... It just depends probably on the natural oils that you produce with your hair. Yeah, and what you're doing okay. and stuff. I know, like, when I'm camping, I just throw it up in a ponytail and call it a day, but, you know, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, you need to wash your hair. Um, okay. spe- Specifically, know your hair um, and what you need. Cut it if you look like a little ragamuffin, whatever it is. Unless that's what you're going for, ragamuffin, then... yeah. Nailed it's it. In. That's okay. amazing. Um, nail care. You need to take care and clean out from underneath the, your nails. Clean out from underneath my nails? Yeah, like scrape the... See, my nails are incredibly short, so I don't have under my nails. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, like our kids chew their nails, right. and we don't have that so much. Um, if you do have longer nails, you need to clean out from underneath just to get the grime and whatnot, because germs hang out in there, and it's really hard to get to. Okay. Unless you have like a little nail brush or whatever. Right. And... Um, and you got to think your fingers are touching your face and your food and like so all the things. you should wash your hands all the time. Right. right. Okay. Right. Exactly. Women, this is a weird thing. Women are 1.6 times more likely to uh, wash their hands than men. Is it because they're grosser? Uh, no, because we are cleaner than you guys. <laughs> that makes more <laughs> sense. Cleaner, Wait, yeah. When I said that, it didn't make oh, any man, sense. Oh, man. like, oh. Says the guy who doesn't take a shower. But not just days. washing your hands. You got to clean from under your fingernails. Under your fingernails. Okay. So underneath your your nails there. Right. Unless they're really short and you don't have any way of getting under there. That's fine. Whatever. Foot care. Yeah. Your feet are really important because they're the things cruising around on the on in the world. Right. Um, but also you can get a lot of different infections and sores and all kinds of jazz underneath there. Right. Um, and so we want to take care of them, exfoliate, moisturize, do all of the good things. So just don't let the soapy water fall down to the bottom of the shower. That is Call not cleaning your feet. Okay. So you, you got to really take your little, time. Little toesies in between your toes. Okay. Trim your nails, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, dental care. Yeah. You're, you're, your mouth absorbs a surprising amount of just germs. Yeah. From the environment. And they did they did a study. Who is they? I should I should I should have already looked this up. But you're more likely to have cardiac issues if you have a dirtier mouth. What? No way. And it makes sense. I mean, think of sublingual medications, how yeah. fast they enter the bloodstream. If you have all that that bacteria growth in your mouth, it's going it's, for it's it. going right into your bloodstream and that causes disease. Yeah. So yeah. That it makes, makes total sense. sense. Yeah. A tongue scraper. Which I haven't had in a long time. I had one back in the day, but man, yeah. it's been a long time. Tongue scrapers because you're taking off all that, the goop that's on your tongue. Okay. Um, you you really need to brush your teeth after each meal to keep it. So th- like two, three times a day? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You should do about three times a day, specifically before bed because that's when everything just kind of kicks it and grows. Right. So that's a good idea. Um, so yeah, so really dental care is really important in that and reducing cavities and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Okay. Very important. And then last, but certainly not least is our genital care. Right. Okay. Keep them things clean. Um, that's, you got to think a lot of things enter and exit. Sure. Our, our genital type areas. And so making sure that those are nice and clean. Um, it's the same thing as like food. Like, just think of all the things that are... Right. It's a high absorption know. area, so keep yeah. it clean because, yeah, we're bombarded with germs all the time. Right. right? And and you really... Uh, there can be big problems that happen, big infections right. and things. And so we want to make sure that all of that is nice and cleansed. Go to the doctor, um, get everything checked out, do the yearly exam, all that 
all that good stuff. So, good. yep. And so maybe maybe the habit, because we like to like leave people with a habit. Mm-hmm. So I know most people out there are taking a shower and they're cutting their fingernails, brushing washing their, their hands, brushing their teeth. Yep. But but maybe every morning when you do this stuff, mm-hmm. get dressed like you want to conquer the day. Put yeah. put on a, put on a nice outfit if you're. If you need to tuck in your shirt, tuck in your shirt. If it's right. that kind of thing, or put on a nice dress for your lady. Mm-hmm. Like just just wear a, a, an outfit that demonstrates that you are clean and you are prepared and ready to conquer the day. Right, and an optimal care that all of these studies seem to hone in on is about forty nine um, minutes to fifty five minutes. Seems to be like the the sweet spot of hygiene. If you start getting over an hour. So just under an hour a day. Yeah. So, okay. um, and give or take, like, right. um, I wash my feet, but like, I'm not doing the big old scrubs every single time I take right. a tubby. So, um, but so about an hour a day, if it goes over an hour a day, then you, you can get into some, um, uh, mental health issues or disorders. Sure. And we don't necessarily want to get into that bracket, but you definitely take the time to spend an hour, get it in your day, get enough rest so you can wake up early enough, stuff like that. Um, And like you said, dress as if you want to dress for the job you want, not the job you have, where you're going, whatever makes you feel confident. um, And really taking the time for these areas because these are the things that lack when we're having a hard go. Okay, that's the first thing that goes. Right. Okay, so take take your 45 minutes to 55 minutes of time to clean every day. Every single day. And then go out and conquer the world. Yep. And build a better you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.